0: and reaction to the A-League, the Socceroos and Australian football, this is 442FM.
1: Hello and welcome to 442FM. The Asian Cup special part two. Uh, I am Adam Jackson and there is no Kevin Ayers today, unfortunately. What's um, his oh, I forgot to put in the ah oh, sound. Damn it. All right, can we, can we just have a ah? Oh. Um, we do have Tim Palmer. Hello. Cronin, you. Hello. And Con is back in the house. Ooh. Welcome. Thanks for having me back. Our, our Asian Cup uh, transfer. He's a—he's <laughs> almost like the, he's like the four-four-two FM version of Mas Luongo. You know, we we didn't realise we needed him, but now we can't do without him. Thank and, you. For uh, talking of which, Socceroos had a game, and uh, and they lost one 0 What happened, Cronum?
2: Uh, oh, I just—it's hard to pinpoint because I think you know the Socceroos did play well. In that they they played to a similar style with uh, different players, um, but. But I think they just sort of got a, got ahead of themselves, and they started making excuses for themselves. Uh, mainly, you know, the dramas with the pitch um, and and all that. I think that was all playing on their minds. They were not fully focused with it, with the game, um, and so I think that you know caused their downfall to a certain extent. I think you know if they didn't worry about it and and took you know a Robbie Crew's sort of mentality, who who didn't really make much of a fuss of it, I think we might have done a bit better. But uh, credit to the South Koreans. I mean, they had two or three players who were injured um, from some pretty serious tackles, in my opinion. Um, and and they've been hit with illness uh, earlier within the week. And, and to come back um, and to take a 1-0 win against a, an informed soccer side, I think, is really impressive.
0: Come on, four changes. Well, I was going to say that I... Uh... I think Ange Postacoglu didn't choose his best side for the most important game of the group. Uh, the first two games, I, pr- I think he probably could have rested a f- um, rested some of the players. Uh, I think uh, Baye at left back um, didn't have a very good game. I thought um, Juric, uh is more of an impact player than a ninety minute player. He he wasn't um, he was losing the ball a lot and was swamped by the Korean defence many times. Uh, It reminded me when Mark Viduca was playing for the Soccer, he used to get swamped. Um, I think uh, Burns uh, should have been uh, left on the pitch a bit longer. He was replaced as soon as he had his best chance, which was another thing. Maybe he was getting tired, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think Cronin's probably... I'm not Cronin. um, Tim's going to run through a whole bunch of stats about why we didn't... um, (laughs) (laughs) What we did wrong. But I I think... uh, uh, there was ball watching for the first goal uh, if you want to look at the defensive mistake and we just didn't put our chances away it was very frustrating if, if just one of those chances went in Cruz had an amazing chance uh, Burns as I said earlier um, Urich, Troisi in the first half um,
1: it, just, it just didn't happen it just wouldn't go in and yeah, it was very frustrating. Interesting thing that you made a comparison to Viduca there uh, with Uric, and uh, you know that comparison has been made a lot. Yeah, very rarely in a in a in a negative way though. You know, like where you said, like Vaduka used to get swamped uh, yeah. in in certain instances, and um, and and yeah, there was a lot. Of, there's there's always been that lot of talk, and the soccer is a desperate to find another Varduka. Yeah, and um, and I, th- I think they may be pinning a little bit too much um, hope on on Juric's, Juric's back, um, but yeah.
0: I was going to say Juric doesn't have any finesse in his game. He just wants to slam the ball. If he just showed a little bit of finesse when that chance that he had. I probably uh, could have gone in cuz I think it was his body was in a good position
1: mm. but
0: he was just he just smashed it so yeah
1: yeah I think I think we even spoke about Juric on the last pod where we said he just aims for the goalkeeper mm. and hits it as hard as he can mm. which you know that's far from the the sort of Mark Mitrovic that we that we saw and no. and loved what, so much What was Vaduka like as a player for for a our younger listeners like myself
3: <laughs> <laughs> what, what was Velika oh, like blasphemy Velika was amazing
0: He could, could hold the ball up he had um, amazing skill the best technique of any Australian player to come through and his dribbling was amazing um, he could make space with two or three players around him and yeah, Vatika would get on the YouTube mate, and made him watch his highlights. It was
1: just it amazing. Was, you know the uh, the kill the ball. The ball's driven into yeah. him, and he's the lone almost, well, not necessarily always the, the lone front man in those days. In the nineties, they didn't really play the one up front, but you know he, he played that forward man so well, and he'd, he'd bring players into it. And there was one um th- th- there was one uh, comparison where um Juric did that and he brought the ball under control and flicked it onto i think it was the cruise chance yeah. um, and and that and that was a little glimpse of, yes. um but you know that was out of a, a 90 minutes that's the only glimpse that he did show us mm. uh, which um, yeah now I was a, a little bit disappointed and um you know and, and i think it was a bit of a an arrogant starting 11 by changing those those top 3 that were causing the you know the Q8 and Oman oh man so much so much problems uh, in in the previous games um to completely uh, and I said in the pod we need at least tim or melee in that team and uh, and I almost think that uh, tim came on and he he tried to do everything he could in a in what he would have done in 60 minutes from the start in the 15 20 minute cameo that he came on at the end um I'd have liked to have seen tim start but you understand why he's made those changes though I
2: mean, um, you know, we, by that time we had qualified um, and, and Posikoglu said prior to the game that he would make a few changes. Um, and, and given, you know, Timmy's age, I don't think he would have been uh, able to cope with other uh, teams come, you know, the the elimination stages. And so I think bringing Juric was a good thing um, on that regard. But uh, as we said before, he doesn't have that end product that we need from an Australian striker. And so that's what often lets him
1: down. F- from one indispensable Tim to another. <laughs> Give us... You, you flatter me. <laughs> uh, but, uh, look, I think
3: we're all taking a bit of an advantage of the fact that we know the result. Um, look, honestly, if I was a coach, I wouldn't have made so many changes, but you can see why Ange makes so many changes. And... Uh, I didn't really have a problem with the starting lineup, given that we'd already qualified, and this whole thing about, oh, no, we now we have to play Japan in the semi at Newcastle, like, it's not that big a deal. Like, we're always going to have to play Japan at some point, and Japan probably haven't even been the most impressive team at this tournament. So there seems to be a whole for all.
0: But we can't beat Japan. We can't beat Japan in the Asian Cup. That's the problem. We've lost to them. Well, in... it's not going to make what a difference is... if we lose to them in the semi or the
1: final, well, well, at least we're in the final. Well, well that, and I, I agree. I thought at the ANZ, which... Uh, 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 noisy Socceroo fans hopefully there were some air quotes there um, but um, <laughs> the, 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 it doesn't translate so well on a podcast does it um, but um, yeah it, 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 the packed a in the final there'd be a great atmosphere yeah. um, it, you know it might even the playing field a little bit um, up in Newcastle it just seems a little bit so defeated much. to me that we're sort of going oh no this, like, this, this is a disaster like
3: yeah, okay, we lost, but we also got some like, fringe players, good opportunities in the squad, which is what Ange has done throughout his whole tenure, and mm-hmm. no one's had a problem with that, and now this is an even better stage, where exact, where really the result is only somewhat meaningful in terms of whether we play a semi at Sydney or Newcastle, and now he's got players like Burns and Bage and Urich have all got good experience and a good learning tool from that game, mm-hmm. and they can go away from that, and they can analyse, and they've learned so much from those games. Then I think on top of that, if you're given the opportunity to rest your front three of Cruz, Cahill, and Lecky, who, you know, they go through so much running in a game. So much running. Especially someone like Matt Leckie. Mm-hmm. And then, physiologically, it takes about 72 hours to recover from 90 minutes. And all three of these players have played 90 minutes, 80 minutes or so yep. in each game. And so, to have that opportunity to give them rest is, is ideal. Because then you can come back, recharge for the, group, uh, for the knockout stage. Uh, especially because... You know we're going to end up playing about, what is it, if we make the final six games in 21 days mm. or something. That's a lot of games for a football. Mm. Like a lot of games. And it's it's been scientifically proven, players can't recover unless they have 72 hours, whether you're Tim K or whether you're Massimo Luongo. Mm. And so I can see why Andrew's done it, for sure. And we've now got, I think, the front three back. We've got a starting team, we know what we, what we can do, we know which players can come off the bench. Right, we have to play in Newcastle. kind of sucks, because Newcastle's not a great place to go. Mm-hmm.
2: But, you know, it's not the worst result. We're but not Sydney, having the tournament. Sydney would potentially have a bump of game in Iran and South Korea. I exactly. That doesn't really matter.
0: Well, I think the script's been thrown out the window. The organisers looked at the, the draw and said, OK, we'll, we'll have Melbourne in the quarters, we'll have... Uh, um, what was the semi-final going to be? Sydney. Uh, in Sydney, the mm-hmm. final in Sydney will get. It's going to be uh, Socceroos vs Japan in the final, and now the script. Every, I think that with the, with the loss, we've also just also got an upset. Oh my gosh! Now we have to play in Brisbane again. Now we have to play. Um, In Newcastle, Now it's going to be Iran. Oh, Iran! Oh, like so. I think not only losing to South Korea, um, and uh, we've we've, the bandwagons lost a few fans. It's now it's a much different scenario than than everyone thought it was.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: We lost a few fans from. From that game, I don't think we really wanted those fans in the first well, place. Well, you
0: know, I'm not, I'm not saying football fans, but, like, yeah. you know, we've, we've, it's, it's been a loss, and, you know, you know, Australians don't like to lose. They want to see their team win and mm-hmm. have a good story behind it. And also, playing in Brisbane on a cow paddock, and <laughs> I, I've just got, the, I've got this joke that I stole from Paul Keating, which is, if you're not living in Sydney, you're camping out. And that's exa- <laughs> that's exactly the, the problem in Brisbane. What, who's the guy that's doing the pitch? Is it, It's not a cricket pitch where you can have cracks after the fifth day. It's a football pitch.
3: Where well, you've got, like, uh, Tony Gregg walking down the creek. Yeah, that's right. The 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 pitch. <laughs> that's right.
0: Was Tony Gregg putting in a, in a key in the pitch? Well, he's pu- like the ghost of Tony Gregg, he's passed away now. But, uh,
3: Oh yes, yeah, sorry.
1: My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't follow cricket that much. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but did it make that much of a difference? The pitch,
0: yeah. Uh, Ange Postecoglou reckons he complained for the game and after the game, and, and they've relayed it. And that's 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 weird that they've relayed it. Like it's, it's, it, it must looked be chopping pretty up pretty dreadful. Like, yeah. it looked pretty bad. And Cronin reckons that they the complaining affected the team. Yeah. Me, he didn't oh, say that in my diary? didn't you say that at the beginning of the pod like they were were complaining and complaining mm. they used it as as an excuse yeah yeah
2: yeah, that's right Uh, I mean it it took the focus out from the game itself and and trying to um, focus on beating South Korea instead you've got you've got pitch issues and all this other other stuff which is just playing on their minds which isn't going to help Um, but regardless of that I think you know if you want to be a great team a great international team You've got to be able to adapt to different conditions, mm-hmm. um, and and I feel as though you know, as dreadful as the pitch was, and you know as bad as that moth plague was, I think <laughs> that was hilarious. It was hilarious, but I do think you don't really have that many excuses given. Well, South Korea playing on the same pitch, exactly. That's, that's right. basically. It. And, and they, they have they a German they, coach, so they're not going to complain. Quite <laughs> <laughs> they quite.
1: I think they dealt better. They dealt with the conditions better than we did, to be honest. It was, a, but that was a different game plan, wasn't it? Korea, Korea didn't set up to play possession-based football, and no. um, you know they they got players behind the ball, and you know and, and uh, pretty much the, the pitch didn't matter if they were playing on that or if they were playing on the car park. Well, I mean, we still
2: got our chances
1: to win. We still yeah. have chances, and right, the ball fact ball that
0: we them is. Do you think the ball bubbled when you're were- Because I was looking at the replay, and I'm sure maybe my mind was just going it bubbled, but. I don't know, it looked like it bobbled before it came to him. I don't know, Is that maybe it's an excuse.
3: But... Well, look, I mean, some of those passes you watch him play and it's like you're down at the local council pitch, you know, when you, when you try and do a pass yeah. to a centre-back in, like, the Sunday yeah. league yeah. and the ball wobbles all over the pitch. Yeah. You've got a
1: 5% chance of getting so it if two it did have an effect. We oh, can't I'm, just say it, did not I'm, I'm sure. No, no, I, I, and I, I know it's the same, actually. Um, there was a few times in the in the first half, and it was mainly up in that um, the sort of... Top left, so it was with Bayich in, 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 interchanging, and there was a few times where the ball, it was, it was, it had to be um, two touch football because the times that it, they tried to play it one mm. touch, it bobbled up off their foot, mm. and you know, it's hitting them on like the thighs, mm. or you know they're having to sort of bring it down, take a touch, and then pass it on, and that it does it takes that extra sort of zip away from the football that you're trying to play. It's funny you say that because I actually have some stats on that. There hey. you go, stats.
3: <laughs> <out>. So. Uh... <laughs> Uh, what we can do for the tournament is uh, we find the average number of passes per second. Oh, sorry, the average number of seconds in between passes in each game. So for Australia, we had uh, 3.06 between passes in the game against Kuwait, 2.88 against Oman. So every 2.88 seconds, the ball was being passed. And against Korea, it went down to 3.86. which might not sound like much, but it's a second or so, a second that takes an extra touch, an extra second for a Korean defender to get behind the ball. And I think that would have played a bit of a role in the result.
0: Mm. And Juric also didn't... uh, The first two games he was playing for the Socceroos, he was able to get behind the defence. With with, uh, Korea, there was no chance that was (laughs) going to happen. They defended so deep. And uh, that was the first time, I think, the Socceroos played... Against a team that was defending so deep in the yeah. first two games, so
3: well, not necessarily defending deep, but defending deep well. Yeah, like because on and QA tried to defend deep, yeah. they just weren't very good at it. Mm. Uh, but Korea actually sort of knew what they were doing, and yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That kind of brings me to my one of my sort of final questions on this game. Um, what did Korea do to um, to stop us? You know, we, we talked now about what Socceroos potentially did wrong. Um, but we need to give some credit to Korea and how they how they played and and their game plan um, what did they do to stop or, stop us from winning that game or getting anything out of that game, and what's stopping China from doing the same thing
3: um this is me this is girlfriend you, 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 <laughs> you, you start um so i i like tactically Korea got players behind the ball a four four two defensive show and basically that's it, nothing much more to it. Fairly basic defending when when the Socceroos had the ball high up the pitch, they sort of attempted to stop them playing through easily. When the Socceroos got it higher up, then they sort of dropped back and just got numbers behind the ball. Fairly rudimentary defending, good structure, good organisation, good like, well better players because you got Korean defenders who are simply just better players than the ones mm-hmm. like Oman and Kuwait. So you could see a few times they had to do a few clearances or desperate headers, and they could they were able to do that, do that better than like an Omani could or a Kuwaiti could. And that makes a difference, obviously. Just having individually better defenders mm. out there does make a difference, mm. yeah, regardless defenders of what you do in tactical leagues. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so that's that's what they did. And then China could probably look to do exactly the same.
1: Really? Let's talk a bit about China. So they've uh, won all three games. First game, 1 0, which was, they were probably a little bit lucky to come out of that with the 1 with the 0 win. Um, if it wasn't for the ball boy telling the keeper which way to, get, which way to <laughs> <laughs> Um and then 2-1, and 2-1 two, one, two, one. Um. well the North Korea yeah. game
3: is a bit irrelevant because they had already qualified and was mm-hmm. North Korea like mm-hmm. of all teams you're going to play in in a dead rubber with North Korea <laughs> but yeah I thought they were impressive especially against Uzbekistan when they came from behind in that 10 minute spell mm-hmm. after the second, in the second half I think they're a good team I, saw, I said before the tournament to beat my own drum I said they'd be a good team and a good chance of making a quarter There they are.
2: Yeah. And bearing in <laughs> mind, they've, they've you know, sort of made Brisbane Stadium their own fortress in that regard. I mean, their, their first two games were played at Brisbane Stadium and they won both. Were they the uh, ones that released them offs then? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, they, they've made it a fortress of their own and I think... Um, They've obviously got a lot of Chinese support behind them, and that's mm-hmm. helped lifted them. Um, and so that will be hard to beat, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, going back to Uzbekistan, I think they were just they were very lucky. Well, they are unfortunate, I guess, to to have converted uh, to to have conceded their goal, and that it was just a it took a massive deflection mm-hmm. and just ended
0: up into the back of the net. But other than that, than that, I think they've they've been. Impressive. I've been surprised by China. Um, I really, I, I've got to say, I was, I'm, I was ignorant about their national team, but watching them play, I'm very surprised. I'm, I'm kind of scared actually what they're going to do to the soccer. Is because they've got maybe about five good players in their team. Um, uh, I think I'll write, I'll write them down Wei Ling, Gao Lin, um, Zheng Zi, Sun Key. Um, and then the midfielder Hu Kang, I think that's how you pronounce it. Apologies for that. So that you five more than us. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they've got, um, and also they've got the ball boy on their side. Apparently, <laughs> and, uh, I was <laughs> watching. Uh, I was reading something in um, the media today, and the ball boy. Um, this is what was it? What was he saying? Um, he, was, he says, "My heart says Australia, but my gut says China." This is an Australian <laughs> ball boy. This is ridiculous. How? And who's going to be the ball boy for that game? So I hope he passes it slowly to China and quickly to the Socceroos, just quietly. And also, um, Alan Perrin, their coach, um, I just looked at his uh, background. He coached Lyon um, to the 2007-2008 uh, um, uh, Ligue 1 title with Lyon. So he's a very good coach. And, uh, yeah, Australia should be scared. Well, he's got pedigree, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, and I think China will
2: be... a. Going into that match without any fear, um, and that and that certainly helps. Um, uh, Pirin said that um, he wouldn't, you know, be too concerned if they, they lost down in the quarterfinals. Um, and he says, you know, they've done the nation proud from getting you know this far from qualifying first and getting this far. That they've done, you know, all Chinese people proud. And I think they'll they'll be going into this uh, with a you know we've got nothing to lose sort of mentality. Um, just yeah, but,
3: but I to say think, that
2: yeah, gone to say that they scraped
3: through. They literally did. Yeah. They, they were the best of the third place teams, and it was a, was it one like goal a, difference, one goal or yeah. something. Escaped through and to the be,
1: qualifying, you're saying yeah, from yeah. qualifying into the Asian Cup. Well.
3: So the top two from every group makes it through, and then and they, they take all the best, third, all the third place teams, and
0: whoever's the best placed out of all of them. So but, do you think they've improved from? Oh like yeah, that? absolutely. Mm-hmm. And why? How they improve Like just the, oh. if they're playing better. Um, well, the the players are in form. Well, Parent took over players,
3: like Parent took over halfway through the qualification, and like so oh, now he's okay. had a whole opportunity yeah. to take over the squad and put his ideas into place. And they got friendlies against like Paraguay and Thailand and Kyrgyzstan or something. They had three friendlies <laughs> against those for some reason. Yeah, um, but yeah, just time to work with the squad. I
0: think makes a big difference. And they've never been. They haven't done much for a few years. So no. all of a sudden, this is. Pretty uh, exciting to see them like I this. think
3: they made the final in 1986 or something. Yeah, and that was
0: about
2: it.
3: Never made
0: it. Do you reckon there'll be like a lot of? It'll be uh, I don't know oh. a billion people, but like oh, probably yeah. be the biggest yeah. um, football audience for a while. Australia's been involved in. Yeah,
2: yeah, you
0: think yeah. so? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's sort
2: of indicative of how how much the Chinese Super League has grown in the last few years. In that sense, I think we often talk about how strong leagues have generally, yeah. a strong you know, national team mm-hmm. in the Chinese Super League is
1: quite possibly in a better position than the A League is. Mm. In, in its That's because of all the money it's pumped into yeah. it, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a, a lot of those Chinese players play in, in the National the whole, League. The whole squad plays in China. Mm. Yeah. Or oh, is the, it the whole squad? The whole squad right. plays in China.
3: So, you know, it's it's telling of mm. the quality. Yeah. Well, not the quality necessarily, but the the improvement of the league. And, like, Marcelo Lippi coaches a 2006 World Cup winner, and he was the one that China wanted to take over the national mm. team before Perrin, which is why Perrin was so unpopular when he took over, because they were all like, oh, wow, we're going to get Lippi in charge of the national team, and then they didn't get their man because he decided to retire and hand over the reins to Cannavaro. And then they appointed, you know, to a Chinese population, an unknown, mm. essentially.
1: And he, but he's turned things around, and, you know, yeah.
3: this tournament has gone a long way too boosting stock
1: a lot of similarities really between him and Ange you know taking over a, a sort of soccer ruse that you know didn't have that much time to put his uh, put his stamp on it you know they scraped through the group stage um, but now they've they've turned it around in the uh, in the actual tournament um they're not necessarily a possession team um you know that the, all three wins bar the the North Korean game, um, they had less position uh, less possession than the opposition. Um oh, that's a tongue twister.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> well yeah well they Average fifty four percent for the whole
3: tournament. but That's because they got about seventy five percent of it against North Korea.
0: and didn't they have six hundred passes against yeah, North that was Korea. Ridiculous. That
3: was ridiculous. They and tried to, t- to
0: challenge our title. Were <laughs> we, haven't, they, haven't they surpassed um, Sokoros or yeah <laughs> Because <laughs> we were talking about you were talking you were mentioning about yeah, the passes yeah. six
1: hundred passes. I mean, I don't, North I think Korea they passing stats this this, there, this week. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there was, but North Korea's you know they were still trying to win. They weren't just the little him have the ball oh, yeah. they did score a goal so they, you know I mm. think they can play but I, I think they will be quite happy for us to, to have the ball yeah I think they will and it is probably better that we play him in Brisbane than Sydney because there would be so many Chinese um, well actually it wouldn't be in Sydney it would be Melbourne. So
1: yeah, it would have been Melbourne yeah it would have scratch that off <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, uh, Spira. is that going to be a huge loss Wilco coming in Give me your opinions. I think
2: this pod is a... Uh, generally,
0: you know, most of us aren't Wilco fans. <laughs> I'd like to see Milligan back in there, but I don't think he'd do that. I'd really like to see Milligan. You'd you know, never do that, because so? he hasn't played there for the Socceroos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, I agree. with you like Milligan, would be a good option, but mm. just because he's never played there, he's not going to do it now.
0: But I just have images of Wilkinson being just pushed away by Robin at mm. the World Cup, and... Sorry to push you, (laughs) Crony. We're still in the Greek hands. Um, Yeah. I don't have a a problem. That could be a problem.
3: I don't really have a problem with Wilkinson. I think he's alright. Like, I mean, obviously, Spiranovic is better. Mm. But when was his last game, Wilkinson, I wonder? Wilkinson, he uh, plays in Korea. They won the league title. Yeah. And his last game for the Socceroos was against. um, Did he play in Japan in the friendly? no. No.
2: I think, I, think, I think topple think and... No, no,
3: Wilkinson and... It was Wilkinson well, and Sprunt,
2: uh, Sainsbury
0: yeah. against Japan. Not just,
3: Stanley's not playing... Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it, it, it was Wilkinson and Sainsbury against Japan, and it was also Wilkinson and Sainsbury against the UAE. Oh,
0: OK, so they've got... They've,
3: they've got a got, bit of a partnership. Yeah. 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 But uh, there's an interesting thing about uh, China is that a right-winner, Zan Don tends to track his opposition fullback really, really deep. Um, which creates a lot of space for the left sided centre back. So in this game, it'll actually be Trent Sainsbury because every time Sainsbury and Wilkinson have played together, mm-hmm. Sainsbury's always going across to the left, even though he's always played this whole tournament on the right. But I um, went back and had a look at the UAE versus uh, Australia game and the Japan game today, and is on the left. So I imagine he'll play there and he might get a bit of space if the left back gets high up, drags away China's right wing. And creates a bit of space for the centre back to move forward into So I think that's something to definitely watch out for yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I, I would rather I would probably rather Sainsbury Given more space than Wilkinson, than yeah. Wilkinson.
3: I imagine so, with it, the ball. if they started The other way round So Sainsbury stays on the right as so he has for the whole tournament You might see Wilkinson get a few opportunities him And you go, alright guys pop it over Yeah Yeah.
1: Alrighty then, uh, Timmy came out this week And said the socceries will intimidate China do you, think that's the, do you think that's the case? Well, of course oh. Tim Cahill said that. <laughs> I, think, I think the most intimidating thing about Tim Cahill is the
2: numerous number of selfies that he posted on, on Facebook. <laughs> That's probably the nice
3: thing Did he put a yeah. hashtag up when he said that? Like hashtag Tim Has- Kale Cup? <laughs> hashtag Tim <into> Kale? <laughs> <laughs> probably.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't say bad things about Tim Kale man. I know. <laughs> All right. He blocked me on Twitter, so I Don't. have every right to do it. <laughs>
1: what did you on Twitter?
2: I actually do not know what I did, but anyway. It's
0: a national icon. Mm.
2: Well, I, mean, I I remember writing a piece about him and how he was a he's one of the best EPL transfers ever and I linked it to him he favoured it and retweeted it and then
1: ever since then I've been blocked been blocked well well, those comments aren't going to help you (laughs) get back in his good books (laughs) I'm pretty sure he listens
3: well I read an article about him saying his time is up with the Socceroos and I haven't been blocked by him
2: so (laughs) I think that was going to be there
0: till he's 50 he's a vampire
2: (laughs) (laughs) he's going to be doing a Del Piero (laughs) probably not the best uh, <laughs> but going back on topic he was, uh, he was talking about how um, he was referring to anyway how the soccerers were intimidating physically against Oman and QA. Mm-hmm. so that, that's exactly what he was talking about and I think obviously they're going to employ that they're going to be as physical as they can against um, Chinese opponents who are n- not known to be you know, physically as capable and as strong um, and so they'll be looking to overrun them in that regard um, but yeah, I just I think it's you know just mind games, pre-game mind games. That's what it is, really. With standard Tim Kale banter, yes. That's Tim the T- only
3: T- thing he you knows how to say in front of the media. Yeah, intimidate them. And if anyone wants to know more about
1: my clothing line, <laughs> 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 all right. On that note, do we have anything else to say about soccer China? Anyone? Tim. You, you came in with reams of notes. I, I, um, I, I'd, like, I'd like to know what, what some of these notes are going to be on. <laughs> I don't want to overwhelm our listeners. So. Well, if they, if they made it through 90 minutes of podcast last week, uh, I'm sure they'll be able to work through. I do want to say something. The last time... Um, well, not the last time. Uh,
0: the Socceroos... Ange Postacoglu, when he was coaching the young Socceroos, lost out to China. And that... Um, Caused uh, a dramatic face-off between Ange Postecoglou and Craig Foster, where Craig Foster um, was asking Ange Postecoglou, "Are you gonna? Are you gonna resign? Are you gonna resign?" And this was a pretty um, famous clip. Mm. And Craig Foster said, "The Socceroos should never lose to China at any level." So I, I just had that um, line in my head, and it would be very disappointing if the Socceroos do lose to China, because re- realistically, we shouldn't be losing to China. And the fact that, like, I'm in a panic. And maybe Socceroos' friends are in a bit of a panic because um, China's done so well, they've won all their games. Um, yeah, th- maybe we're over-talking China perhaps a little bit. But I, I hope um, the Socceroos um, put in a good performance and don't stuff this up, because there's a couple more games I want to watch. Mm. Well, I mean, I'd be interested to see what um, Craig Foster would say about that nowadays. Yeah, I wonder if that line's...
2: Would he, would he actually go back on his word? Because... Well, he has, basically, because the, inti- the whole
3: stoush was about... Him saying, no, Andrew was saying that it's about development, and Foster was saying if you, if you haven't got the results, you can't, you're not developing them, which is obviously the most
2: anti Foster message these days. <laughs> 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 uh, but every, yeah. every article is just about indigenous development yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. Anyway. But like, I, I do think we're overrating
3: China a bit, just a little bit. Like, they have a good left back, he likes to get forward, good goalkeeper. Who's only, he's only miscompleted one pass for the whole tournament Which is interesting He should play as number 10 <laughs> <laughs> And their number, number 10 Well he doesn't play number 10 but he wears number 10 Z. Do you have a, like a code
0: to get into these stats? Where are you getting these stats oh. from? Just quite late.
3: Research <laughs> 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 Too many wasted hours Wasted my life as a teenager Not wasted at all <laughs> uh, And Zenzi who plays as a number 6 is a good player He plays with Gonzo Mm. in the ground, so Central Coast Mariners and Western Sydney Wanderers fans will be pretty familiar with him, Mm -hmm. as they will be with a couple of Mm -hmm. other members of the team. But look, China are okay. They have a few threats. If we can nullify those, we should easily be able to overpower them in other areas, to be honest.
2: overhyping them is a good thing, though. That's what we did with the Socceroos. They lost. (laughs) That's right. That's true. Mm.
1: Mm. Good stuff. Okay, well, um, that will do for part one. Um, We'll come back after the little bit of music and we'll talk about the rest of uh, the Asian Cup and we'll even preview a couple of A-League games. Two. Okay, so let's go through a, um, The other quarterfinals. Um, if anyone's got anything interesting to say I'm sure we do uh, Korea versus Uzbekistan Which is the first quarter-final um, On Thursday Which is the game before um, Socceroos versus China um, That's in Melbourne That's the game that we would have been playing Had we won the league Had we won the group, sorry um, Korea So th- they... Uh, We've seen quite a bit of them. Uh, obviously, being in our group, won all their games one nil, which is uh, which is surprising. I'll tell you what the most um, interesting fact is. Probably it's probably been bandied around around. Uh, um, there's been no draws mm. in, this, uh, in, in this tournament, yeah. which is uh, uh, there was something. Someone quoted some figures online. And mm. I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, it doesn't happen very often. But, um, I think it's a world record. Is that a world record? It exactly. But. Most of the most of the games
2: have been like one nil, two nil. We've only scored about fifty eight goals, which in comparison to two thousand and eleven, there was about sixty four goals scored just at the group stages. But you know, thanks in large, like you know, seven two score lines against like India and all that stuff. Yeah,
1: but, which yeah. I, you know, there's uh, that might show that there. It's a lot more competitive than mm-hmm. it was. You know, there isn't as many whipping boys. You know, bar even even Palestine. You know, they who conceded the most goals um on, on eleven um, at least they scored, which is which is good. But um, uh, you know, they they came up against a, a decent Japan team. And uh, well, to be honest, I mean, Japan vs Palestine, Japan off the pedal. Oh, that, about, it could have been. It, it could,
2: could have, have been. Seven, yeah, that's right. I mean, I was, I was going to say it might just indicate that most teams is like, well, most of the favourites is like it's, it's group stages. you are going to make it zero anyway. You know, might as well not, you know, pay too much attention to it. And we'll. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not certain that that. No jaws
3: statistic actually tells us anything. Mm-hmm. As much as it is pretty cool. But it, yeah, yeah it, it, it's
2: some, it's it's cool. It's something
0: to yeah, exactly. exactly. That's
2: right. It's a hang hatter. I guess you could say best
3: Asian Cup so far.
0: but
3: well, I heard that Qatar sent a delegation over to find out how well we've been hosting it. Which I just feel like it's just a massive joke.
1: I know. Did you Did you get interviewed by them? I did. <laughs> no. Corona has been on Qatar news front page of their <laughs> Kata- Qatari Gazette. Did I cross the line to Cronin News? <laughs> Still so so hard, you? Corona News front page. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Um, Korea, Uzbekistan. So, um, so you mentioned there, like some of the teams, um, you know, treated the group stages as exactly what they are. They're some of the favourites, and um, didn't really go into, you know, past sort of second, third gear. Um, Korea, you know, winning all three games, one nil. I, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if that's the case for them. But those went through the gears. I think those weren't particularly good. I'd love to see Uzbekistan beat
0: Korea. Really, bit mm. boring. Korea's very boring. And Uzbekistan got a couple of good players Is it Asimov The um, attacking player The attacking mm-hmm. midfielder um, Ashimov. I can't remember how to pronounce it
1: yep. But uh, yeah
0: I, I, um, I really like to see Korea get bundled out That would be very nice Yeah I, I think it will be a pretty
1: dour game to be honest Well, well I went out to With Kronin as well Uzbekistan North Korea and talking of Dower Games, that was it was dreadful. I'd say too. It was uh, <laughs> awful. Oh yeah, support. <laughs> <laughs> you were the only one in the North Korea support. <laughs> um, yeah, that, it, that was a dreadful game. That and Uzbekistan would you know, they they didn't really deserve to win that game. You know, it just it, it came from one bit of. Um, I won't even say was it was a good it was a good header. Yeah, yeah. It was a. It, it was good header. It was a good cross. Um, but apart from mm. that, and to be fair, if North Korea were to get,
2: you know, a win or a point out of this, it should have been against Uzbekistan. Mm. In my opinion, it should have been against Uzbekistan. They had a few good chances. Chances. I just
1: think, like, tactically, they weren't good enough. Um, mm. they, they, they failed to get enough men forward, and were just. But, uh, and that was the first game. They've kind of grown into mm. the tournament a little bit, and the. You know they uh, they managed to, um, mm. to yeah that grow a little bit more into the into the tournament and the, the, the second two games they they showed a bit more of what were you know what they could cause a career a bit of problems. Yeah, like I
3: mean Uzbekistan.
1: It's funny you mention that goal because it was kind
3: of the one indicator of their strength, which is their left hand side because mm-hmm. they got a left back called Vitaly Denisov who plays in the Russian Premier League, mm. good player, mm. and then they got the. Former two-time Asian Player of the Year, Sergey
0: Serjar
3: J- I don't know.
0: Chiborov, it. Yeah, that's it.
3: Um, he plays ahead of him on the left wing, but always drifted inside, which creates a lot of space for Denisov to get into. you mm-hmm. he the
0: mullet, the one with the mullet? Chipparov?
3: Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, great mullet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, we love a... a mullet. <laughs> yeah.
3: Abs and mullet. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's actually talked about coming, wanting to come to the A League bar mm-hmm. which would be interesting. Uh, but in terms of the game here, like Korea's right-hand side versus Uzbekistan's left-hand side, should be interesting, mm-hmm. in what should be a pretty... kind of sums up how dull that game's gone, probably going to be.
0: Yeah. I, kind of <laughs> I kind of feel sorry for the fans there, because they would have... a lot of those Melbourne fans would have bought tickets thinking it was, it was at the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. looked at the... Um, how the groups so, are, and Ooh, I've, I've heard that that, um, South Korea's will probably win the group and then bought tickets, and now they've got a yeah. South Korea. biggest. Well, like, Newcastle star. is
3: um, sold out already, mm. so you imagine it's a lot of Zachary's fans going, yeah, yeah, Oh, really. yeah, Australia will beat China. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it'd be funny if it was China. Right. Well, it wouldn't be funny, but China, Japan. Right. if it was China versus Japan, <laughs> You've
2: got thousands oh, of Newcastle Actually, that would, that, that, that would be a cracking game as it well. well. It would be. I mean, China and Japanese guys hate each other.
0: Yeah. But <laughs> let's, sure. let's hope that happens in another dimension that we don't know. Yeah, yeah. Politically Yeah <laughs> <are. laughs> And all those
3: Newcastle fans Get traded to the spectacle Of China versus Japan Yeah When's the last time Newcastle had a
0: Socceroos game Oh, Ible? I
1: don't remember No Do that,
0: that is a... oh, I remember back in the, Maybe in the 90s I remember they played <sighs> I don't know
1: Anyway I get topic. Yeah I can't imagine they play many games Because no. there isn't many games That are held in Australia To begin with Yeah, yeah. Like even In the last sort of 20-30 years So um yeah. yeah And going back to what Paul Keating said the <laughs> oh, yeah, camping outline. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's another paddock there. Iran, Iraq. On this will F- be good. Friday, the early game. Um, yeah, I think this is probably going to be uh, outside of the soccer. Is my the, most uh, the most intriguing game for me. It'll be good. That's quite that. They played each other you know, friendly before the tournament in Wollongong,
3: and Iran won one 0 through summer. An unpronounceable name. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we've got a habit of butchering pronunciations <laughs> yes. anyway, so.
2: Uh, we didn't go what, to the last pronunciation. <laughs> 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 what was the last name of the guy who scored the header against UAE? It started with G. <laughs> <laughs> that was my totally professional pronunciation. <laughs> oh, oh, this is ridiculous.
1: Bracelet. <laughs> Alright. Uh, let's move on from pronunciations. Um, I, I, I went out to the um, Iran. Um, Oh, Jesus, what game? What Guitar. Guitar, like, Yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the fans was, were brilliant. It was like cracking. That, that was yeah. probably the most entertaining game I've been to this season. Not from what happened on the pitch, necessarily. Oh, thank God. I was worried uh, about your standards of football there. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the atmosphere and, uh, you know, the, the, the atmosphere was electric in that, in that stadium. You say there was only 22,000 people there. Um, I can't remember who I said it to you yesterday, but imagine going, being in Tehran. 120-odd thousand yeah. mm. um, and, it's, and it's as nosy as that.
0: Mm.
1: And the Iranian... Yes. Um, the Iranian
0: FA sent out a warning to their players not to take selfies with Australian Iranian women fans. Did you hear about that story? Mm. And, um... The, the, well, I mean, every time that story was... Um, was shown. Four Four Two had this picture as well. There was always a big-breasted yeah. Iranian girl yeah. in the photo. Well, I mean, no. Uh, to be, no. To be fair,
2: though, those are the only pictures that were on jet, uh, Getty Images. Just that one girl, just, and was, it's the same girl. girl with yeah. Her right. hands were up. So her hands that, were that, down. That, no action <laughs> pictures from the just, at all. Yeah. No them. pictures of the players. <laughs> no. Just this one yes.
0: big-breasted Iranian <laughs> woman, and she probably fears for her life now. Quite possibly. <laughs> right I so. don't
2: know. I
3: think I think most of them are migrants, though. You we should ban we should, we should selfies all together anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah. that, might, that might put Tim K. It, sh- it, shouldn't, be a, it shouldn't be a religious uh, issue. It should be a... It's just a sh- <laughs> society issue. <laughs> it's a, issue. It's <laughs> yeah, a social <laughs> issue. No selfies.
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> I wonder what Tim K. would have to say about that.
2: <laughs> he wouldn't be impressed. <laughs> no.
1: Um, Iran didn't concede the goal. Uh, they only scored four, so I was I was, um, I was the, the reason why I was I think I was more disappointed that the Socceroos um, didn't uh, top the group was I thought Iran semi final if if they make it yeah um, would be would be a breeze for for the Socceroos team and um, I've not been impressed by the Iran team at all. I haven't been impressed. I don't think they played as well as they did in the World Cup. The World Cup they
0: played better. I thought. Mm. Um, I was expecting much more from Iran. So, yeah, I, I hope Iraq, again, just looking at this, I hope Iraq beats Iran, because in this game, Iraq's the underdogs, and um, yeah, uh, everyone hasn't been saying Iraq's going to do much. So, mm. just But
2: then again, Iran are a counter-attacking team, as we saw, they're much, more, much better in, on the counter-attack in, against Qatar, uh, which we were at. I missed that goal, by the way. I had to get John Davidson Mackers. <laughs> uh, no, but, No, uh, they, they were much better in the second half, and that was mainly because Qatar decided, you know, we're going to come out and we're going to try dominate this game and try to score. Um, and when they were on the counter-attack, they just looked so much more comfortable. Um, they created a lot more chances, and to be honest, one 0 doesn't do justice to... Um, how many goals they should have scored? Carlos Kier is... Kira was getting quite frustrated mm. on the sidelines, as he normally is.
1: He kicked a bottle at one point onto mm. the pitch, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. That's and right. the, and the, the fourth official advert was like, what are you doing? You can't kick a bottle onto <laughs> the pitch. Go and take it up. Yeah.
3: I was just trying to find some stats, because um, I think it's something like 7-1-0 for Iran in the past year and a half.
1: Wow. Really? Yeah. So That's uh, worked a so, uh, but well, uh, and I think that is uh, it, it's a Queeraz, uh, thing. He's, uh, that's his game plan, and I think he, uh, they're using the fact that they they didn't have enough time to prepare. That it's almost a bit of a scapegoat to you know we need to pay play negative football we need to have play these tactics um, because we didn't have the time to prepare and be a lot better they, they do have the the creative players in that team and it showed when you know the glimpses of them when they when they get chance to, to do but almost when they when you're setting up to counter attack Qatar you know you, you're probably well, well, that was the big debate for a lot of Irani
3: fans before the tournament because Quiros has come in for the past two years. And it's just been defensive solidity, has been the word of the day. Because there's a good story back when he was Man United's system manager. I don't know if you remember, he was when United won the semi-final against Barcelona 1-0. The oh, yeah. poor skulls. about... Is that 40... 2007, I think? Yeah, I think Something it was. Something like that, yeah. Um, and skulls are saying, oh, Freire has literally spent two whole training sessions with cones, walking around the pitch with a ball. He would put the ball down and then say, if the ball's here, put the cones down So say, your player's got to stand on top of these cones. And it was just like they just said. We followed those instructions. Stood where the ball, stood where on the cones where the balls were was in the game, yeah. and pulled off a defensive shutout of Barcelona. And he's done exactly the same same thing with Iran, uh, at the World Cup, defended really well. I thought, held out Argentina for 93 minutes until Messi came on yeah. with probably goal goal mm-hmm. of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just what Kurios does. And like you you're right. The preparation does make it hard for him to become more proactive and a lot of fans are frustrated that he's taking this cautious approach into, you know, games against the inferior Asian sides that they really should be dominating. Mm. But it's
2: it's the way to as coaches and I think it will really work now it in works. the knockout stage I think it works. Um, and we saw the opposite of that in the 2010 World Cup when Spain were winning like 1-0 yeah. and they were dominating possession. they literally won 1-0 like the every whole way game, yeah. They every single knockout yeah, 24 right. knockout ties I think it was at Spain won one 1-0
3: in a row or something ridiculous like some ridiculous stat and um, it's exactly what Iran
0: did yeah exactly yeah. lucky the fans are more exciting than the team mm. oh yeah
3: well I love watching them play because I'm
0: a bit, a bit of a sucker for a good
3: defensive organisation well. mm-hmm. I'm very boring <laughs> don't come watch games with me
1: <laughs> it's your job isn't it <laughs> Iraq could they could they upset them? I don't like you, 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 yeah. you You'd like to see it, yeah. but do you think it can actually happen? Probably not, and I don't think I'd
2: like to see it. I'd, honestly, I would want a potential Iran soccer match. just mm-hmm. like it, it you were there in th- ninety seven, mate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you
2: weren't there, man. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's the second best thing. It's the second best thing that we've <laughs> Yeah, it uh, is. You're right. I agree. So, uh, I agree, yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, uh, sorry, final. In terms of
0: blockbuster finals, fine. you want mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: right. Definitely. From, in, in and at A when you've got yeah. Australian fans and Iranian fans going off at each other. Yeah, and, you'd to, won, like, and
0: some kind of revenge would be nice, too. So. I was too young for now, so... <laughs> maybe, maybe Ned Zellig can get back on the pitch again, and um, Harry Kewell and Paduka, and they can have a bit of a run, just to feel like it's, what it's like to beat them. Anyway, that's...
1: I think he's much more comfortable on the couch, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we uh, we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves. If we before we get to Iran, if if they get there and we get there in the final, we've got a Japan team to beat in the semi Do after we? the after the China. Do we? Uh, <laughs> what about UAE? <laughs> no, no. That's got to be Japan. No. That's okay. our favourite game of the
0: quarterfinals. Soccer is.
3: Yeah, it's two high-scoring teams,
2: mm-hmm. except for Australia, and everyone's going crazy over Omar. Omar, which I think. is... Saito Bob. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a great player, but you know, Wayne? like he's just—he's not that much of an unknown quantity as people have been making them out, him out to be. They've just, you know, it, everyone's acting as though you know this is the first time that they've seen him, which is probably the case. But he's been—he's been around. <laughs> he's he's been—he's been you know around long enough. He's still oh, young that, that he people know of him, but it, he's it was, twenty-three. Yeah, he's still pretty young. Yeah, it was interesting because Japan coach, um, I think yesterday or today, came out and basically said that, well, he felt pretty confident that Jap- Japan would get the win, uh, mainly because he thinks Omar is their main player and that's you know the player they're going to be relying on mm-hmm. to, to be creative, which I think is true to a certain extent. Like, sure, they have uh, Koot out on the wing. Mm-hmm. Uh, up front, and, and he links up well with uh, Omar, uh, as we've seen. But I think I think Japan are honestly they're, they're good enough. Uh, Their midfield four of Endo, Kigawa, Honda, and Hasebe Makoto Hasebe Yeah, whatever mm-hmm. his name yeah. is. They were they were on fire. I think it was yesterday. Like they looked really good. Um, it
0: was just surprising me that they didn't score more. Mm-hmm. I think Japan could be in trouble a little bit because they've only going to have two days yeah. before the game. And why yeah, has yeah. that happened? Why has Australia got from Saturday to Thursday and yep. Japan's got two days yeah. Tuesday to... And um, it's going to
3: impact them on... If they make the whole way through, it's going to impact on. I don't the understand the call, how, how that rescheduling is. It's why you always want to be drawn in Group A or B, at the Asian Cup, basically.
0: Mm. So mm. that's that's a really weird thing. Um, uh, Honda was going off today in the media about that.
2: Oh, really?
3: So,
0: yeah, um, yeah it was... No, I mean, the local
2: organising committee has come, come under a lot of scrutiny for terrible
3: scheduling. Well, it happens, it's, it happens in every tournament. Like, um, at the Euros, the same thing happens. If you're joining Group C or D, you get two less game days to recover
0: if you make the final. Yeah, because the team, and Group A starts...
1: And World Cup as well, yeah, if started. you're in Group So now. I suppose the the thing that would, um, is, the, is the major factor that... Probably the local organising committee wanted to do was have the first semi-final on Australia Day. Yeah. you know if if that if they don't have that, then it all goes back probably a day. Mm. You have the final on a Sunday. You have the two semi-finals Tuesday, thir- Tuesday, Wednesday, and and then you've got and then your your quarters um, Friday and Saturday rather than Thursday and Friday. So I, I, that's probably played their hand a bit. This so they... Desperately wanted this big Australia soccer in, yeah. uh, in the in a semi final on, on Australia Day that didn't happen, and that's why um,
0: everyone got upset that they lost against South Korea because that was thrown out the window too. Mm. So
2: hmm. going in circles
0: today, eh? <laughs> just talking about
2: Japan and UAE going back to the soccer rose. <laughs> so what... I can
3: continue that because I want to go back to Omar because it does make me laugh when people say, "Oh, she's getting for the A League." When this is a player who's, you know, been on trial at Man City. He's He's started the Olympics. Is he going to make
0: it to Europe, you think? Yeah, think sure.
3: But he started the Olympics in 2012. He's on, like, millions in Saudi Arabia, which is why he hasn't Mm. left there yet. This is not a player that's coming to join, like, Mark Warren
2: and (laughs) Nigel Bogard. (laughs) And Ruben (laughs) (laughs)
0: Zadkiewicz.
2: Well, no, it's true. It's true. He's just... He's so much more established than the other um, A-League players, and you know, potentially, arguably, he's more established than most of the is players themselves. Yeah, so to say, to, so to say that you know he'd be coming to the A-League, or trying to get him to come to the A-League is absolutely
0: ludicrous in my opinion. Do you, do you think the idea that um, this is a good uh, way for players, for Asian players, to be scouted to come to the A-League? But a lot of these Asian players are playing in in, in leagues that pay them a lot of money. Why? Who would come here? Who would who? We can't afford and, a lot of these players. And to be fair,
2: um, I think playing in, you get a lot more attraction. Uh, well, I guess more media coverage and that sort of thing when you're when you're playing over in the Middle East, for example. I mean, Melbourne City and all those European clubs are often scouting over there. Um, they play a lot of exhibition matches over there and all that stuff. And
3: mm. Well, there's a lot of talk at some players. Like, uh, I think Yunus Mahmoud for Iraq yeah, was saying Sydney the FC. Ones. Yeah, all
0: the older players.
3: Yeah. Um, there was a few others. Aziz Mashan for Kuwait was saying that he wants to get a move to Australia. Yeah. I think Ray Wilkins came out today and said that he wouldn't mind it coaching in
0: Australia. As yeah, well.
3: coaching in Australia. And Perrin, Helen Perrin, the Chinese coach, was saying that Sydney FC was, was considering him to replace oh, really? Pierre Lepasky after the first season. Mm. So, I mean, there's a bit of interest in, that naturally comes with a tournament like the Asian Cup which has
2: a bit more coverage and it's got a bit more so bestowed. that might go, go along with the scheduling and how there are weekend
1: games this this weekend mm. yeah I, th- I think the the reason why there's there's been that link between um, the Asian players playing over here and maybe joining uh, coming and playing in, in the A-League um, is that Australia and the FFA are very keen to have a, a bigger tie with with Asian leagues, mm. and hence why they brought in was it the beginning of this season or last season the um, the Asian marquee spot. Yeah. Um, so th- there is the opportunity if someone does have the money to pay, um, you know, you know, they, someone could earn two million as an Asian marquee, I believe, um, playing in uh, in the A League. So. Uh, you know There is the There is the option to bring And pay people quite well To to play over here And, uh, and I think that would be Encouraged by By the FFA And, uh, and the A-League um, So that was Japan-UAE um, Semi-finals Who do we think? Who are we going for? The four teams Pick them I'd say Iran
3: Korea Australia And then I'd say Japan uh, I'd go to Japan. I'll just be a wild card and say UAE. You oh. in Japan
1: going through. Yeah,
3: I'm just... I have not been impressed by Japan at all, this tournament. And I think, like um, Con said, two-day turnaround could be a decisive factor.
1: When did UAE play last? They would have played... The day before. Yeah, Tuesday. Uh, Monday. Monday. Which can make a difference. UAE versus
0: Australia would be great. Yeah. But even that, Australia would have a problem with... I reckon Australia might be struggle if they... Let's get past China first. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But we are talking about the semi-finals. <laughs> yeah, But, yeah, I, you, just, um, you just want Australia to be there. And, uh, yeah, I think it looks like what you've written down here, Iran, Korea, and Japan, Australia. That's what I reckon. They're, um, they would be everyone's four favourites before the tournament began. And it wouldn't be surprising if they pop up in the semis.
1: More importantly, do you think there'll be a draw... In this quarterfinal game, <laughs> yeah. do you think uh, it will go quarter, to extra
0: time? I reckon there'll be penalties galore. That's what usually happens in quarterfinals and semis. Hmm. The fun stops at the group stage, and then everyone starts to get serious and plays a <laughs> lot more defensively. And um, the tactics start, start to change, and the attacking football starts to dissipate, and teams get a bit more cagey. Hopefully, it doesn't happen. But I, I just that's what always happens at
1: tournament play. Hopefully it doesn't happen to Korea. I don't think they can get any more defensive or cagey.
3: <laughs> I think Iran Iraq has draw ridden all over it too. Yeah. Nil all one or
1: one nil. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um no, but we we can talk about some A League. Did we realise there was A League games going on no, this weekend? No, no idea. <laughs> I can't wait. No idea. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was only when I was um when I was doing a little prep for this uh, and uh, and the A League games flashed up, I was like Huh. Um, adelaide newcastle saturday afternoon five p m mariners sydney f c um saturday seven thirty and perth v um victory on sunday night at eight um sydney times uh so yeah let's do let's do some predictions con uh, is is very um Kindly offered his uh, his predictions. Yes. So at least it might not be me that finishes bottom of this stupid (laughs) game. So I finished bottom because I've come and joined late. Fair enough. Basically, yeah.
0: (laughs) I should get a handicap for that.
1: <laughs> we'll see how you do it. If you're beating me, then, um, <laughs> um, or if you're miles behind, I'll give you a handicap that you just finished. You can, finish you can behind tip me. for Kev if you want. Oh yeah, no, no, we tip for Kev. Oh, oh, right, he's okay. not here, so, so we, 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 we know his. Um so Cronin, go on, give us a give us a tip. For Adelaide Newcastle. Adelaide Newcastle. Um oh,
2: definitely Adelaide, I think. Um Did Newcastle have a team to put out? <laughs> <laughs>
3: No, that's right. Are they just gonna borrow some Bahrainian players or something? Just put him in the starting team.
0: So weird. The boss was sucked instead of the coach. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So that was. Yeah. Interesting.
2: I still haven't gone back, gone around to my predictions yet. I think Adelaide three 0 to be honest, I'm totally underprepared for this. <laughs> totally underprepared. I don't know what's happening. Really. Why change the habit of a lifetime? <laughs> <laughs> you can talk.
0: <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <there's> oh, no, <two. laughs>
2: well, no, you're worse because you prepare and you still do worse than everyone else. <laughs> that's all right. Um, Tim?
3: Adelaide, Newcastle? Yeah, oh, I don't know. Adelaide, 2-1. 2-1. I just go for the
1: most common squad in football. Um, Cronin, you can have a think about Kev's score
0: I'm going uh, Newcastle No, I'm going Adelaide 2-0 2-0 But Newcastle did beat Adelaide last time Even though it was um, in Newcastle So it might might not be so easy Nah, I think that would be pretty I think it would be an easy
2: win
1: to be on 6-0 Newcastle Yeah, 6-0 Newcastle For Kev And I've gone 3-0 Mariners, Sydney Cronin I'd have to say Sydney to be honest, even though they've got injuries and all that mm. stuff, I can't really see Mariners pretty much much of a fight. Sydney, who've um, just signed Senegalese cousins, well, do, you, do you know if they'll be um, they'll be playing, or is it too too, too honest? I even know. Too early for <laughs> is it? I
2: don't know. You, uh, Sydney, says, were, Sydney uh... said that
3: Kennedy can't play until February first. I don't know if that was Sydney mm. just because City.
2: Yeah, we're talking about
0: Sydney. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't it's know like
3: if that, that applies to all new No, I think players. they're
0: ready to play. They've been training. Yeah. Um,
3: I, I do love Sydney FC's transfer policies. I just tap one of the players on the shoulder and say, you know anyone that could
1: join us? <laughs> Have you got any mates? You want to come down? It's just like Sunday League, isn't it's it? Like <laughs> it? <laughs>
3: it's like recruitment for my indoor soccer team.
1: And <laughs> i <never> got mates. <laughs> <laughs> Nepotism isn't rife at all at Sydney. <laughs> um, but that um, Tavares... Tavares... I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, he's played Champions League football, He's played decent, decent yeah. standard. I, I had but a look that? at his yeah. stats, but he hasn't played many games.
0: No, he's not played many games in, a, in like in all his career. If you look at, mm. um, it's very rare he's played a full season. So um, yeah, let's. Is he the holding midfielder? Uh, yeah, and then the other bloke is yeah, the, bloke's a the defender. Defender. Yeah, we'll see. We, Sydney need, did need um, Neva Ognoski's on leave. Mm. Or injured leave. I don't know what. probably some rumours that he was told to say he's injured. Um, oh really? No, yeah.
2: He's just, he's just at Fox Sports. Yeah.
0: That's. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Come on, Cronin, give uh, us a give us a, a score prediction. Two one Sydney. Two one Sky Blue. Tim. One all. Oh. Come. Uh, I reckon Sydney two one. Sydney. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go 1 0 Sydney. And Kev is going for. 5 4, I think. 5 4.
3: Yeah, to to the Mariners. 5 4 to the Mariners. He was telling me
1: in the corridor. (laughs) (laughs) Before he walked out of here. (laughs) Um, Perth have signed a uh, German winger, um, also plays left back, Dragan Pajic. I love that name. That's a great name. Dragon. Dragon. Release to Dragon. <laughs> Enter the Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Kev's um, headlines are going to be going oh, through yeah. the roof, aren't they? He's, he's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just a dragon for a brief fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Alright, we're just trying to think of Dragon Plumbing now,
2: aren't we? <laughs> I think we all know Tim's firstborn son's name is going to be Dragon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's a bit of a drag uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> alright we'll end there Cause not like getting get be any better Cronin. Perth Victory Sunday night Perth um Perth 2-0 2-0 Victory have been quite quiet this transfer window haven't they mm. I've not I've not even heard them being linked with anyone
2: no hmm
1: um
3: I'm going to go for Perth with a 3-0 win with score scoring a hat-trick.
2: Yes! yes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Live on the wild side. I just like to <laughs> To get a bonus point if that actually happens.
0: <laughs> Come. Uh, I reckon uh, Melbourne victory 2-1. Oh, I
1: for the victory win. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, uh, nah, I'm, uh, I was going to back the draw then but I think I'm going to go Perth. 2-1. Uh, Who wants to pick Kev score? Anyone? It kind of sound like I was making Kev
3: score before, wasn't it?
1: With a hat-trick drag <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all right, Kev, Kev, we'll, we'll, Kev can have the draw for all. Right then. Um, a little bit of transfer news you mentioned there. Kennedy um, can only play from the 1st of Feb. Um, Sydney signing Senegalese twins. Uh, not twins, cousins. Um, Wanderers have, have signed a few players. Hmm. Are they starting... Only in the Asian Champions League or are they going to be playing... In I think way? all of them are signed
3: on Asian Champions League contracts yeah. until they can get rid of some of the players in the squad. Which I imagine is going to
2: be very quick. Cough, cough, Saba. R- retail Saba. I don't understand why they want to get rid of him,
0: to be honest. Saba? Saba, Saba. He, hasn't done, he hasn't done much. And he's been... No, that's right. He's been wearing other other yeah. teams' jerseys on Twitter and saying it wasn't him. Or it's saying it... Someone got... I don't know. But he's saying something about but, it. But but he's he's... It's just unfair. I mean,
2: he's been courted by um, Popovich since quite possibly the you know the club's inception when they were looking for players in the first season. Um, but he was still in Genoa, I think, um, in Serie B. Genoa. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so he was basically... He, he's been courted for a while, um, for at least two years. He's come here to play. He's only been here for about... Half Half a season or so Um And you really should give him time to settle in and see how it goes until the end of the season. That's what I think.
1: Yeah, I've, I've heard that he's a, a bit of a disruptive influence on the. Uh, he's a bit lazy in, in training, and that can. You know, I, I imagine Popper is very strict on his on his training, and, mm. you know, if he's half as strict with his training as he is on his media access, um, then, you know, uh, <laughs> his players won't get an inch. Uh, so for, to have someone turning up and, and not giving 100% and, and not training very well, um, I can't imagine Popper stands for that, so I think that's probably why. He's, um he's found himself being forced out a little bit. Uh, I don't blame him. Uh, I I I would agree with Popper on that. Um but what the what I will question is his transfer policy. Uh, that's that's pre- this is pretty much Popper's first chance to to have a crack at bringing in some players in his own mould. And w- is there any that have been alright? I have yeah, just, I like yeah. this
3: one. And Rick, Rick Tavisca, everyone was like, <coughs> yeah, your next soccer route. I think he's been all right. I, I honestly think the Wanderer's biggest problem has just literally been playing so many games. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a big concern for them. Um, and they've got a lot of research going on on the impact of those those injuries, of those games on injury and how much running their players are having to do. And more to the point, it's reduced the amount of time that probably you can actually work on the training ground mm-hmm. with those players when you go from being able to train four days a week and you're only travelling around, you know, Australia to Newcastle and to mm-hmm. to Adelaide to go to travelling around, you know, Qatar and Saudi Arabia and Japan. Sure. Like that well, they, go, they go back on um February first and then they end up going to Japan like in three weeks time. While in the meantime making up all those games they missed because
2: of the first Asian Champions League it's it's tough.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So But it doesn't help when most of the games they're playing, they're chasing it. They're getting dominated in possession, and yeah. they're just having to chase the ball around. That definitely does not help. No. And so, obviously, tactically, there should be a few.
3: Um, well, so much changes. of changes.
2: Like so much of their tactics built around the front four
3: pressing high up the pitch mm. in a certain way, and to have a brand new front four and not have time to work on that makes a huge difference. Huge difference. Mm.
1: Great. Um, well, that concludes uh, the pod for today. Um, a little bit of a, an A League taster, which is which is quite nice, because um, we we've only got another week of the of the Asian Cup. Just quite despite I'm not sure what I'm going to do with my evenings uh, when the Asian Cup goes. What are you I'm doing tonight? To see my girlfriend. What, what, are we gonna...
3: <laughs> what are you doing tonight? There's no game on tonight. I'm seeing my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, I was going to yeah, ask yeah.
1: you out for dinner.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to the Asian Cup hangover. So no. At least, uh, cause it, there's A-League games the day after the final, isn't there? Yeah. Because the Sunday, mm. and then a Monday game, Yeah. I yeah. believe. Yeah. Um, so at least, at least they try and keep it going a little bit. But imagine uh, if the Socceroos didn't make it to the final, it would be like, end of the world.
2: What am I going to do with myself now?
1: Oh, at least I've got Wanderers Raw. Is that the game? Wanderers Raw? Maybe that, that rings a bell. Um, do you reckon, surely if um, Socceroos don't make it to the final Juric and Spira could play for Wanderers. yeah they probably could I can't say why not Would that, is there a third place playoff match yeah, yeah there is in Newcastle yeah the day before
0: Newcastle's been winning
1: Newcastle it's because um, it's because Sydney put so much money into the or oh, no, sorry New South Wales yeah. government put so much money into the uh, local organising committee's pocket uh, and Melbourne didn't uh, so that's why they're... would the Australian <laughs> have play
3: a partner that because Australian Open just started, would that player pardon? never only having one. What is it? Two games? For yeah. The rest of the tournament. When you got such a nice boutique it's station definitely. down there.
1: Mm. Yeah. I would have liked to see more games down at Amy Park. Yeah, Amy. Anyway, well, that, um, I, we'll leave it there. Um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, just before you go, um, go out and buy the mag. Um, got uh, Bresciano on the front cover. Um, uh, Kev mentioned a bit of it last week. Um, a really good one-on-one with Mark Schwarzer um, which has been sort of sh- that shared. Much, sir. Sorry? Cracker. Cracker of uh, that Absolute mm.
2: cracker. Yeah. It was
1: interesting what he had to say about Holger. Uh not Holger, Gus. Gus. Gus hitting. Mm-hmm. That was interesting.
0: He always slams
1: in. Yeah. Which is um if you, you know if you think you've heard Schwartz say anything uh, everything, um you know it's worth picking it up because um, there's there is some uh, really good insight into um the soccer golden golden generation uh, if, you, if you like to call him that um and also his time in the Premier League so um so yeah, um really good feature. we just touched on western Sydney wanderers there um it's behind the scenes, so we talked to popper and uh, and look at um how that club has um, been formed and uh, and the f- what the future holds um. Asia's Aussie pioneers. Where we look at some of the Aussies playing in Asia currently, uh, and we have a look at the the year of 2014 uh, and what it's meant to um, international and local football. Um, so that's that's all for us today. Um, thanks for listening again. Uh, tune in next week where we review the quarters, semis, and we looked ahead to, to the final. Um, guys, thank you very much for coming in. All right, thank you. Cheers. Goodbye. You. Cheers.